Hello and uh, welcome back again for another edition of Atheist News Network. Now this one is the first podcast since both me and Charlie were stricken down with uh, the swine flu. <laughs> yeah, I think this article um, reveals why we were both stricken down. Yes, yes, I- I'm pretty sure this is exactly the reason why. And, and interestingly enough, this article trumped the other other articles we were looking to talk about. Charlie found this one and both of us just started going, okay, this is just fruity. And decided to go with it. Yeah, this is the one. It's um, this pastor named Wiley Drake. <laughs> a great uh, name on that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, he was apparently like a vice president in the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, yep. But he says he wants to bring back imprecatory prayer. And I had to look this up. Imprecatory means like a curse or bringing down evil on someone. Yeah, I had to look it up too. I'm like, what in the hell is imprecatory prayer? <laughs> I, I guess it originates from Psalm 35, where David has all these enemies and he's praying to God that uh, he will um, kill his enemies, basically. Yeah, and I, it's kind of interesting, especially that you bring up David, because we've discussed this before, and you and I look on the Bible as just. Bronze Age mythology and morals. This is basically a tribal people going around, and this is their thoughts and their belief systems. And oddly enough, I believe this guy should be what we should follow in this day and age. Well, I think uh, what's really interesting, that this guy, who's a Christian, believes that uh, a book of essentially the Jewish Bible, Old Testament, trumps the words of Jesus, right? I don't remember yeah. Jesus ever praying imprecatory prayers. Uh, yeah, I, see, wasn't Jesus supposed to bring about the, the fulfillment, to bring about a better mankind? Didn't he say, love your enemies, turn the other cheek, um, pray for the well-being of your enemies? I love how he just sets all that aside, and he starts praying for the death of uh, Obama, the president. Yeah, yeah. now it, it, it's, it's very interesting to me. This, this guy just kind of cracks me up. I'm going to read a quote here. I'm of the opinion, and now everybody's going to say, there goes Wiley down the conspiracy theory road, I'm of the opinion that somebody in the Obama camp had this guy killed. And he's actually talking about Tiller, the abortionist that we, uh, we did a, uh, an ANN on uh, a while ago. And I find it amazing that this guy can believe in praying that somebody else should die and yet he can't believe that a Christian would go out there, a pro-life Christian by that, would go out there and kill this abortionist. Right, of course. It's always the people that you don't like. That they're, you know, There's some massive conspiracy going on where Obama says, hey, I want to keep abortion free, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to arrange for the murder of um, one of the only docs in America who do partial birth abortions. And that uh, will help my guy. It's just absolutely, utterly, 100% ridiculous fantasy on this guy's part. And you're yeah. right. He, he doesn't understand that when he says, hey, we need to start regaining imprecatory prayer and we need to start praying for the deaths of people, that other people will take that seriously and go out and murder them. That's exactly right. I mean, this is just one step further. How can you call yourself a Christian, someone who believes in the love thy neighbor shit, how can you take yourself seriously when it's just one step further to say, I know the will of God, and I am praying for this man's death, to I am the hand of God taking this guy's life? Right, absolutely. I am doing God's will. Uh, I am carrying out this. I mean, this guy says multiple times in the article, 
I know what God's saying. You look, you guys aren't disagreeing with me. You're disagreeing with God. Yeah, and I love that he points out that Tiller went to hell not because he was performing abortions and killing babies as terrible as that was, but because he did not accept Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. Right. So basically, if he would have continued killing babies and just accepted Christ, he wouldn't have gone to hell. That's the same as the um, the thief who was crucified next to Jesus, right? He was. He goes... You'll be with me in heaven, you know, truly I say unto you, today you'll be with me in paradise. So apparently, you know, deathbed, I think that's probably what I'll do, right? I'll go along. A deathbed confession? And then <laughs> right before I die, I'll accept Jesus into my heart as my personal Savior. That way I get all the sinning and all the benefits. Well, see, the problem here, Charlie, is you're not the one doing the sinning. You've got a wife that you've been married to for dozens of years. You've got two good kids. You're a loyal man. Me, on the other hand, I'm the one that's doing the sinning, so I think you've got to catch up with me a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, however, I don't plan on any, uh, any deathbed uh, begging for mercy. I figure I stand behind what I say. I'm not a pansy like you are. You won't die on your deathbed. You'll die flying out of a mountain bike going off a jump or a skiing accident. So you better pray quickly before you hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the first thing going through my head, especially when I'm doing front flips over you, yeah. is I re should really pray to God right now because I'm about to die. Hail Mary, full of grace. <laughs> Save my ass. Yeah, well, see, that's that's exactly what that type of thinking is, is please save my ass because everything I did in my life was just going through the motions when really I believed in you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole thing's really ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I, I really find it interesting that they think that the Old Testament trumps the New Testament. Um, well, this guy does anyway. Um, the guy yeah. who represented the Southern Baptist Convention backpedaled faster than I've ever seen anyone. Well, actually, it's kind of interesting that you say he backpedaled faster than anyone because in a single line in there, I know that they were going nuts and they're trying to figure out what to do about this uh, prior v vice president because it says, Singh Oldham, vice president for convention relations with the SBC executive committee, was unavailable for comment until late on May 4th. So basically, they were all trying to figure out what to do with this nut job. Yeah. He says, finally comments, Mr. Drake does not represent Southern Baptist actions, resolutions, or positions in his interpretation and application of imprecatory prayers. Any comments made by, made by Wiley Drake on the subject represent his personal views, not those of the convention. Sounds really legalese, isn't it? Like they yeah. got the advice of some attorneys. Oh, yeah, because uh, can you imagine this, this large uh, Baptist convention type society spouting something like this in this day and age? I mean... That's worse than racism, saying that you should be out there praying for other people to die. Yeah, well, this guy also says, you know, um, most Baptists view the imprecatory prayers found in the Psalms as a private, heartfelt conversations uh, between oppressed people and God and reflect confidence that God will eventually vindicate the innocent. Well, that sounds great, doesn't it? It sounds like putting a cherry on top of a bloody pile. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what you come up with? It has nothing to do with the fact that these people are pissed off and they truly are praying to God for this enemy nation to die. Well, let's let's um, read Psalms then, 35, 1. Let's see. 
Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of the buckler and shield and rise up for my help. Draw also the spear and the battle axe to meet those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be ashamed and dishonored who seek my life. Let those be turned back and humiliated who devise evil against me. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my soul. Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me things I don't know. Oh, he's complaining. Blah, blah, blah. I'm innocent. Yeah. Um, let's see. He goes on. They their teeth at me. Blah, blah, blah. They don't seek peace. Let them be like chaff before the wind. With the angel of the Lord driving them on, let their way be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Let destruction come upon him unawares, and let the net which he hid catch himself into that very destruction, let him fall. And then he, you know, goes on, how how, how long will you wait and, and stay your hand, O Lord, blah, blah, blah. This is um uh, 180 degrees away from what uh, Jesus preached. This yeah. is, you know, these guys are planning me ill, uh, go and kill them, O Lord. It isn't a heartfelt conversation. More damage than they caused me. Yeah, it's not a heartfelt conversation of an oppressed person. It's some guy who wants all of his enemies to be slaughtered. Um, and he wants the Lord to do it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, did you find anywhere in Psalms where they came to a conscious decision not to bear malice and leave final judgment up to God in Psalms? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably because this is a tribal people and they're pissed off that they are the downtrodden. And so they really are praying to their God to kill these other people. Well, if they're willing to stone their own children for talking back to them or stoning a guy who gathered sticks on uh, the Sabbath, then I don't think these prayers, uh, uh, they, don't, they don't cause them any grief, basically. Yeah. And this guy says he preaches the whole Bible, so why not preach that, uh, Wiley? Why That's not exactly preach? what I was going to jump on, too, is why aren't we stoning people anymore? I yeah. mean, the Bible talks about doing it. Yeah, why aren't we sacrificing people anymore? Preach the whole thing, man. Yep. Um, drag your kid out and stone him to death if he ever talks back to you. And uh, I'm, I don't know any child who hasn't talked back to their parents. So all the kids ought to be stoned, and the Southern Baptists uh, will have to rely more on conversion than their birth. Yeah, sounds good to me. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we begin that? Uh, you want to convert Baptists, and we'll kill your your children first. <laughs> uh, I have no interest in converting. I doubt, given the animosity between Southern Baptists and Mormons, that my wife would want to convert either. <laughs> you know that animosity has always entertained me, and and perhaps it's because of precatory prayers being sent towards the Mormons. Yeah, well, clearly they were. Um, the imprecatory prayers against your religiosity were answered in the form of swine flu last week. Very, very horrible. Oh, wait, it was just another flu that went through. You don't mm. know that. God could have sent it. Well, if, if God's going to send something to us, do you, do you think he could send something a little better than a flu that lasts for a week and actually got me out of work and allowed me to work on irreligiosity and other sites? It's a warning shot across the bow, Leighton. It's a warning to you. Oh, so is the pox going to come? You might get the smallpox next, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's been eradicated, hasn't it? What I liked um, <laughs> is that he said that, uh, like, it, with the death of um, the doctor, um, you know, that was, even though he wasn't praying for his murder, he was just praying for his death, right? Um, yeah. That he knew that God wanted, that absolutely believed that God wanted the doctor dead. If God wanted the doctor dead, how come he's still alive, Right? If, yeah. if if he's alive long enough for you to be praying this imprecatory prayer, 
but God already wants him dead. Why doesn't God get off his ass? What about that imprecatory prayer makes God get off his ass and do something about it? Can't he just give him a heart attack, uh, have him fall, or a big, you know, lightning bolt, or, uh, you know, a rock or something, or, or just a uh, stroke? Why can't yeah, God do that? Why does it Maybe God's waiting for prayer? the prayer to become sincere enough. <laughs> I really want this guy to die. And the funny thing is... But he already is, believed that the, God already wanted the doctor dead before he did the imprecatory prayer. So I'm yeah. not sure what the purpose of an imprecatory prayer is. It's just one step beyond what you and I were talking about. And the funny thing is, is this guy would actually believe if Teller would have lived for another 10 years and died of a heart attack or died in a car accident, this guy still would have believed God has answered my prayer. Oh, sure. He so, could have been 102, and the guy would have said, finally, God answered my imprecatory prayer. Yeah. Why is God not getting off his ass? Or if God is getting off of his ass, why are you downplaying the fact that it was a Christian who shot him? Yeah. If it was an answer to the prayer, why is it so difficult to believe God sent a Christian. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, the All entire right. thinking is just circular. It, well, these guys are so stupid, they don't see any of these inconsistencies with their beliefs. I mean, yeah. absolutely, absolutely stupid. Sounds to me they should submit their ideas to us for uh, thinking before they actually go out public with them. Uh, I'd be happy to review their uh, idiocy. <laughs> in fact, we'd enjoy it. Please, send in all your idiocy and religious idiocy all at once. You got it. All right, we'll see you next week. Have a good one.